Hello, hello, hello out there. What's up, everybody? You already know what time it is. It is The Styles Files, the best 20 to 60 minutes of your life. And I am your host, Alan Styles. Thank you for joining. If this is your first time, welcome. And if you've been listening, shout out to the day ones as always. I know, I know. It's been a while, you know, since you've heard my beautiful voice. Uh, I've been out and about, you know, like I said on my Instagram, I've been running around. Um, I've had voiceovers. I've been doing normal work stuff. I've had a wedding. So we're going to unpack a good bit of that um, as we get through this show here. That crazy Antonio Brown stuff. Um, And then we're going to talk about, oh, I got to to see Hamilton. uh, So that was really cool. Then we're going to talk about my top five for this week. My top five will be top five lists of jobs that people really love. And that's besides, obviously, being a musician or an athlete, things like that. So let's go ahead and get started. Why waste any more time? It's been long enough. I had my first wedding, um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Good friend of mine, I was actually in the wedding as well. So this is my first time kind of attending a wedding Um of a peer, right, and also the first wedding that I've been in. Uh, So it was in Philly, beautiful wedding, beautiful wedding. Shout out to the uh, groom and bride. Thank you for having me. It was a great time. Uh, And it's literally, you know, kind of what people say. It's a huge party, Um, you know, people getting way too drunk. To my my knowledge, everybody stayed uh, in a a correct headspace and nobody got too crazy. so it was really cool to see, and obviously he was a, a old teammate of mine, an old roommate, so it was great to see a lot of the guys that I played baseball with, um, kind of like a mini reunion. Um, and he's one of those guys where that's probably the one of the biggest weddings where everybody will come back together. There, I don't think there's going to be too many others that um, get you know that much of the team back together. And like I said, because Temple Baseball got cut, Um, we don't have, um, you know, alumni games and things like that. So we kind of have to make our own, um, ways of, you know, seeing each other and keeping in touch. So it was a great time. Uh, you know, was late to the dinner rehearsal that didn't go over so well. Uh, but besides that, amazing, amazing time. Um, so yeah, I kind of parlayed that trip. Uh, I invited my uh, buddy from California to, to visit out in Philly once the wedding was over. Uh, we actually did a night in Atlantic City, and then we went back to Philadelphia. And Atlantic City is cool, man. Atlantic City is cool. You know, I feel like when you ask East Coasters about Atlantic City, you get the same answer as if as when you ask um, West Coasters about Reno, right? It's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool, right? Like, it's there, you know, and you know me, I like to gamble. So I always thought that Reno kind of got a bad rap. No, it's not Vegas, but you also don't have to pay Vegas prices, right? Um, Atlantic City, kind of same deal. You know, it wasn't anything super extravagant, but it was a great time. We actually went to a uh, pool party. We only did one night there, so we got in like early Saturday, and we did a pool party. And the pool party was dope. We were supposed to pay thirty each. The dude was so tired of telling people that they couldn't take card because I mean thirty is 
you know, who walks around with 30 bucks, I guess at a casino, you assume they do. But um, he saw us and just said, do you have 20 bucks? And I said, yes. And we paid 20 just, you know, for the both of us combined. So that was really cool. Uh, they had a DJ going. They had you know, roulette tables, blackjack tables, and it was super cool. Um, it was really spacious. It wasn't like people weren't really dancing or anything. And I will say this, the pool party was cool. I just kind of learned that I feel like pool parties are better for groups. You know what I mean? It's hard to go with like two of you. You know, I think that maybe three is probably the minimum because you're just kind of there and it's not really a situ like everybody else is kind of grouped up. So it's not really a situation, whether it's, you know, uh, women or men. So it's not really a situation where you can like hop in and talk. Right. And the, uh, they only had a couple roulette and poker tables. So we didn't really get to gamble there either. So we just kind of kicked it, bought some drinks that were obviously overpriced, you know, sat in the pool, chopped it up, and bounced. You know what I mean? So it was a good time. I just think that, like, those situations, and maybe I am late on this, but those situations are definitely more built towards um, groups, like coming in big groups. But it was a great time. Uh, I believe it was at Harrah's. So if you ever go to Atlantic City, um, they have a really cool indoor pool that you should check out uh, at Harrah's. Um so, yeah, we, you know, went ahead, gambled that night, um, you know, and, I, you know, I just, I committed a really bad party foul. I created, uh, you know, I um, I spilled a drink at the roulette table. I was just turning. I was just turning my, my head and my arm, you know, swung and knocked it over all, and I'm talking like on the numbers, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think chips were on them yet, but it was just really embarrassing, and that's like number one of how you get cut off. And I actually wasn't that drunk at that point. I don't think, um, luckily I don't, I didn't get cut off, but you know, as I've complained before, they come around so slow with the drinks it it really doesn't make a difference. Um, so that was kind of a, that was kind of a bad look on my part, but didn't lose all my money. Woke up with two $50 chips that were probably my own. I'm not really sure, but either way, or when I say my own, I mean, you know, um, not money that I won, just money that I didn't lose. But um, it was still good to not wake up with nothing because that's what I've been rocking with these last couple trips to the roulette table. So Atlantic City, we thank you. We love you. We'll be back. All right. So after that, we went back to Philly and, you know, I showed my buddy the Philly experience, um, took him to my favorite spot to get cheesesteaks, ish kebibbles, uh, and nothing has changed, man. You know, all, all that uh, really changed was that I don't remember across the street Jim's steaks being as popular as it was. I mean, this line was down the block. And when I was at, you know, when I was in Philly, when I was at Temple, I don't remember people, you know, scratching and clawing and being like, you have to try Jim's. So I don't know if something new came out. I mean, it's been six years, so I don't know if, you know, something, you know, something new got promoted and, you know, people are, you know, Jim's is the spot to be because I'm pretty sure in Creed they went to Max's. So I think someone correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it was Jim's. So and I just don't remember the lines being that crazy. I remember it always it was always Pat's and Gino's were the two places to go. And then there was Max's and then, 
and the gyms of the world and like the ish kabibbles. So when we got there and we saw that crazy line, I was like, dang, that is not what I expected. You know, and even ish kabibbles was a little crowded, but nothing like that at all. Um, so yeah, Philly was great, man. Got went to a Phillies game. You know how Phillies fans are. They won the game. Super passionate. Xfinity Live is an area right next to, you know, the stadium. And it's like three bars in one. So we were there way too early and just drinking all day long. Spent way too much money. But we had an extremely fun time. Uh, and I would highly recommend doing that as well. Um, because of Made in America, we actually didn't get to go to the Rocky Steps. Uh, I've been before, but I was trying to take my buddy. So that was kind of weak, you know, because it, it was Labor Day. A couple bars were closed that we would have thought to be open. I mean, nobody's in school, you know, it makes sense to me. But um, besides that, uh, it was a good time. It was a good time, man. Uh, you got to visit Temple. And, you know, I'll say this. It was really cool seeing Temple, you know, and it's it's grown a lot. It's expanded a lot, and that's awesome. I will say that I think I'm in that weird age range where you just – you're not old enough to really like there's enough changes where you're like, dang, it seems, you know, so long ago, but you're just old enough that you're just old. You're not like respectable old. You're just like you're washed up old. Right. Like the bartender, you're talking to the bartenders and you're like, I went here six years ago. They're doing the math in their head. They're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the next time I'll be at Temple is when I'm like a cool 40, because then it's just like. It's like you're like you um you're like cute old. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's like, you know, it was so long ago. Like going at like 29, 28 is like you're just kind of washed up old because there's those guys, you know, those people that are that age that are still trying to live out the college life. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't get it twisted. Like I'm not trying to, you know, get it popping like that anymore, you know, not not on campus, right? Like I still like drink and have fun with people my age um you know I'm just here to like kind of see how things have changed so that was kind of funny and I just kind of realized that you know we were just we're kind of in that old in that age range where it's just like you're just kind of a you're still a washed up um you know college student you're not like seen as just an old adult now and um it's funny because i bet you when i'm 40 i'll be wishing i was 29 again but you know going there uh it definitely brought back memories if you ever get out there there's a spot on campus called maxi's pizza it's the best pizza i've ever had hands down it's really not close um so you definitely got to check that out uh as well okay so on the way back uh this is one of those things man that you just you got to deal with, but it, the question is also how do you deal with it, right? So we're, we took a direct flight, and the whole time there's this kid, and when you first heard him uh, making noise, because I thought it was an infant crying. I thought it was an infant crying, and honestly, you know what? It happens, right? It, it, it's, it's part of the deal. Um, and then once I popped my head up, I realized... This was this kid was at least two or maybe three and he wasn't crying. He was it was like the two parents and then the grandpa and the grandpa was sitting behind him and the kid was sitting on the mom's lap and the kid was just completely turned around playing with the grandpa and just screaming, just literally screaming uh, like, ah, ah, ha, ha, you know, and just 
screaming the whole time and people just didn't really know what to do. And I've always kind of wondered what's the protocol on that, right? Like, um, you know, we had very attentive flight attendants. Is it their job? Can they say anything? Um, what, what, what are the rules? Are there just no rules? Are you just unlucky? Uh, because clearly the parents don't get it, right? Um, I, I just kind of wondered that because it got to the point where the guy in front of us was literally trying to point to the kid and like make signs with the kid to turn around and sit down, but the kid wasn't listening to him uh, because he's like, you not my mama, you not my, my daddy, you know, I'm going to do what I want, you right? So that was just a question because you know the flight attendants can hear him going back and forth. It's like, I wonder what the rule is. Like, I mean, this kid was pretty bad because I'm wondering maybe they would have to be worse. But this kid was pretty bad. And they just kind of ignored it. Um, you know, I, and I just kind of liken it to what what are the rules? Because if I was screaming or if an adult was screaming, I don't think the flight attendant would have a problem saying, hey, can you stop? screaming for no reason or at least ask hey is anything wrong um you know but because it's a kid it's just a kid being a kid I don't know all I know is it was extremely annoying and you know those times where you just you just don't feel like listening to music right like I had played out my airplane playlist you know enough and it was a flight where it was you know we were gonna get back at like 11 um California time Pacific time so like I just wasn't going to go to sleep, whatever. And this kid just wouldn't, everybody is awake and this kid just would not stop. It was, it was pretty wild. Um, so I, yeah, if anybody knows, if anyone has like a flight attendant friend, um, please let me know if, if there's an actual rule on that or if, if they just kind of, you know, feel it out as it goes, because this one was pretty bad, but I understand you can't do that to everyone. Um, because you would be doing that maybe all day long. All right, so that was my trip to Philly slash Atlantic City this past weekend for my mom's birthday. Shout out to my mom. Um, you know, happy birthday, feliz cumpleaños. Uh, we went to see Hamilton. That was the first time I've seen Hamilton. I'm not a huge play guy, but I'll go see it. My mom really likes plays, and my little sister really likes plays. So a lot of times we'll end up going for one of their you know, um, celebrations. And it was good, man. Obviously it was really good. I'm not going to sit here and rate it like I do other things because I feel like that's stupid. Um, cause I don't, you know, watch plays a lot. And obviously Hamilton has won so many awards and things. I feel like it would be a waste of time for me to give too much of an input. All I know is I liked it. And if you don't like plays, um, you know, it's still a play, but you know, if you like hip hop and you're into that, uh, it is definitely a, a nice um, twist on a typical play. Uh, another a funny note that or interesting note that I that I heard telling a coworker that I went to see the play is she told me that each character that raps is supposed to be um, in a way like emulating a certain rapper. So their rap styles are supposed to be. Um, you know, supposed to essentially co be copying the style of certain rappers. Now, I haven't done that Google research, but I think it would be cool to see like, oh, this person was supposed to be him. This person was supposed to be her. You know what I mean? So um, that'll be really interesting. And if you haven't seen it, that might be a cool tidbit to check out 
as well. But all in all, Hamilton was dope. Um, and it's funny because when you he obviously the famous one is the famous one. But when I listen to the soundtrack, which is based on the original cast, I'm kind of missing, you know, the cast that I heard. And there's no real way for me to hear them again. Right. I really liked uh Eliza in the play. I thought she had the best voice. Uh, and she is um, Alexander, Alexander Hamilton's wife. So, uh, I, and I really liked her voice. And, you know, um, I don't get to hear it again per se. I would have maybe on her personal Spotify page, I'd have to do some research. So that was interesting as well. Um, and I just think the whole story in general is a story that, you know, exactly why uh, it got told. Um, is because a lot of people didn't know the details of it and the history of it. So it really opened my eyes. I know I didn't know that much about it, and now I do. And uh, I would definitely recommend it to people that, you know, are either, um, you know, history buffs, hip-hop buffs, or obviously like plays. So Hamilton, you were worth, you know, what everybody was talking about. And, you know, it was a good time, good time for sure. So another thing, you know, I always got to ask questions about, um, you know, what, what's the protocol, right? Or how do you handle things? So basically, after we didn't know where to go for lunch, dinner type of deal. So I said, let's just go to Calavera. I've talked about Calavera on um, this show before. Great. Uh, I think it's Oaxacan Mexican cuisine in Oakland, right near where I live. Uh, right next to Drake's, if you know where that is. Um, and the food is outstanding, which is why we continue to go back. But the service is awful. Like literally, literally, literally horrendous. Horrendous, okay? And, you know, the the hostess is always kind of have an attitude. And I don't know if the servers suck or if, you know, they're under understaffed. I don't know. But, um that that's all kind of to the side. What I wanted to talk about was uh, we have a situation where, you know, my dad, the guy's one of a kind, right? He's one of a kind and he really just doesn't care. Like he will listen to, he will, he has YouTube going all the time, like literally all the time. And we try to give him, you know, uh crap for it, but he just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. So, basically, I'm just making conversation. And I'm making conversation and I said, you know, have you seen the new uh, Netflix, you know, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle skit. Um, and he was like, oh, no, da, 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 da. Fast forward to the lunch dinner. Uh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what happened. But basically, it's he's sitting and then it's my mom and then it's me. And he had reached over at one point. He said, hey, Alan, is this the special? And I was like, yeah, that's a special, you know, not thinking anything of it. Like he was going to fire it up later. And then like a little later, I noticed that he had it going on uh, the table. He had the phone playing with one of his AirPods in during dinner. And look, for us, like for the outside listeners, it's extremely rude. And I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying... Every family has their own dynamics, and you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and he's going to do what he wants to do. Um, and, you know, if my mom doesn't mind that much, whatever. So the thing – so basically 
what happened was a uh, a busser came to bust the tables, right? And this is after, and th- maybe I would see this differently if you know the service was on point, but. You know, it took forever. We we didn't even get to order drinks. That's how slow they were getting us everything. Um, we didn't even get to order drinks, so we were already annoyed with them. The busser comes to bus, and he's just doing his job, right? Getting the plates. He sees the phone. He sees the phone, and it makes him feel some type of way. And he says out loud, you know, kind of like jokingly, but we didn't, it wasn't like he was busting us the whole time. So we didn't have a relationship with him. He's like, come on, man. Are you really, you know, watching, uh, watching, you know, a show right now? Like, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. He's like, I got to call you out on that. Like, I call my sons out on that. And he was joking, but he was like legitimately annoyed, right? So now in my mind, I'm thinking, look, on the outside, right, like, Typically, he's not wrong, right? You shouldn't have your your phone out. You know, we're at lunch, dinner. Uh, it is it is rude to some degree. That that's that's the easy answer. But the other answer is, it's none of your damn business. What is on the table? Your job, like we're not tipping you. Your job is to bust the dishes and get the hell out of our face. So. That's also how I felt because I'm like, look, you guys have already annoyed the hell out of us. You're lucky we didn't leave. We were about to leave and we're paying. If we don't mind that he is watching something, now we do, but it is what it is. But if we don't mind it, who are you to put your two cents in when nobody asked you? That's not your job, okay? Like the server, maybe because he was only around every 30 minutes, but the server never said anything. So even though I understand it might make you feel some type of way, you don't understand our family dynamics at all. So for you to just be busting tables and feel like you can throw your two cents in, even though the easy answer is yes, he probably shouldn't have been listening or watching something during the dinner, that's still none of your business. So it was very interesting to me. And you can obviously tweet at me or hit me up on Instagram at the underscore styles files, um, styles with an I, because, yeah, I mean, look, like I said, that's the easy answer, right? I, 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 it's not that I'm disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's none of your business. It's not your place to say anything. And you could have gotten trouble. You know what I mean? It's a slippery slope. I mean, you don't know why he was listening to something. Uh, and it's just not it's just not your job. Like, I've been a busser. It's like, be, you know, don't, what is it? Be seen, not heard. You know what I mean? Just clean up our stuff and just leave. So that was really interesting. And I feel like maybe he thought he was, like, caping up. And during the time, don't get me wrong. During the time, we're like, I know, right? Isn't this crazy? But the more I thought about it, I'm like, That's for us to say. You know what I mean? It's like having a little a sibling. You know, it's like you can make fun of your sibling. But if somebody else makes fun of your sibling, you're going to be like, whoa, whoa, man. Like, don't disrespect my little sister, little brother like that. It's just like, whoa, we know our dad is rude, but we can call him rude. Who are you to call him rude? You don't know anything. You know what I mean? Maybe um, 
he, you know, we, we, nowadays you don't know. Maybe he has social anxiety. Maybe this just it's just easier for him to, you know, watch this and just hop in conversations when he needs to rather than be engaged the whole time. You don't, and I'm not saying that's the situation. All I'm saying is it's a real slippery slope, and he could have got, as innocent as it sounds, nowadays he could have gotten himself into trouble because you don't, you know, speak on things that has nothing to do with you. Um, so let me know if I, if I'm overthinking this. All I'm saying is it's just not your job. Just do your job, know your role. That's all I'm saying, okay? All right, time to get into some of the Antonio Brown madness, switching to sports a little bit. Look, I know it's everything has been super reported, and I know because I've been out, um, you know, what the last time I spoke to to everyone on this show, Antonio Brown was a Raider. So, um, you know, to get on the, you know, to do what he did, to get on the Patriots, if you ask me, I think that when he got to the Raiders, he was down, right? I, I don't think he had it planned then, but I think very early on on the Raiders, whether it was the helmet thing or Derek Carr, I always thought that they would be an interesting mix. Um, I think very early on, he was like, I need to figure out a way to get the hell out of here. And then enter the snowball of events of him, you know, just coming up with random reasons to get the hell out of there. And that's what he did. And now for this to come out, the sexual assault allegations right as he's getting to the Patriots. Look, man, I'm not you know, we don't know what happened. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, she's just trying to get money. Da 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 da. There have been too many cases uh, in the last couple years Um you know, where women have, you know, held things on, you know, held on to things for a very long time. And, you know, it hasn't been fair to them. Um, you know, the whole Me Too movement, Me Too movement and everything like that. So I am not I am in no position to sit here and say to speak on anything that has happened to her or anything she's claiming that happened to her because I wasn't there. You know, um, the same way we can't sit there and denigrate Antonio. I already see people. It's like half the people are saying she's chasing money. Half the people are, you know, that are already probably annoyed with Antonio Brown are, you know, saying, you know, of course, this guy's a scumbag like da 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 da. So. Why can't we just wait and see how it all plays out? Why do we have to speak on things uh, before we have all the facts? Um, that being said, if it is true in the manner of which she says it is, uh, and Antonio Brown has to face, you know, a, I mean, a lot of disciplinary action, uh, the question is, did the Raiders have any idea? That's my question because. I mean, you know, they won against the Broncos um, Monday Night Football, and they just seem to, like, a weight is off of their shoulders. I don't think they knew. It doesn't seem like it because um, it, it just that's just not the way it rubs me. But it is – this whole thing is just interesting. Is, is doesn't even do it justice. But it's the only thing I can come up with. Um, it's the only word I can come up with at this point in time. So we're going to have to see how all of that plays out, you know. Um, and, I, and you know, I, don't, I, I never – I was always an Antonio Brown fan. So, you know, all this, this last couple months here has just been wild. And I'm just kind of waiting and seeing how it's all going to play out. 
if if he does get to play for the Patriots, I mean, that's just absurd, you know. Um, and it's funny because as much as people, you know, complain about the NBA and how, you know, like the Anthony Davis deal and things like that, Antonio Brown really just made a statement, man. And it's basically like if you really want something bad enough, you can figure out a way to get it, you know, and nobody can – you might you – might, have to take a social hit, but if you don't care, as Antonio Brown clearly doesn't care, you can do whatever your heart desires. And that is kind of the moral of the story uh, so far. Now we'll see if he gets to play and and things like that once these allegations, you know, all get all sorted out and we see what, you know, really went down. But uh, as far as getting to the Patriots, he's really shown a lot of, other NFL players that, um, you know, you do have the power. You just have to be willing to take, you know, uh, some personal and social hits. Um, but, yeah, speaking of football, by the way, shout out to Marshawn Lynch, you know, the town's finest, um, starting uh, an arena or indoor football team, uh, the Oakland Panthers, and they will play in what was – uh, formerly known as Oracle, so Oakland, so football will still be staying in Oakland to some capacity. And you know what? Good for Marshawn, man. You know this guy's really putting on for his city, and um, that's really a good look. You know, uh, I can definitely appreciate that. The Panthers, as a name, is dope. Uh, obviously, it has ties to the history of the Black Panthers and things like that, and it just kind of fits, man. And I'm really excited for him. And um, hey, if they're open tryouts, you might see me out there because why not, right? They're not really hitting indoor football, right? Right. We'll just have to wait and see. Okay, but yeah, diving back in to the Raiders. Look, I didn't catch all the game just because, you know, I'm not going to say what I always say about the Raiders, how I've kind of in this love hate relationship with them and the NFL in general. But um, but I did catch a good bit of the game once I got back from the gym and they did look good. I was surprised. I was surprised. I mean, you know, and this is the time, you know, week one is like an extension of the preseason when everything gets blown out of proportion. Like is Tyrell Williams, a number one receiver. Like, I'm not saying he's not, I'm just saying let, let's wait and see. Right. Um, I don't even know who the other receivers are. So he is, he is the Raiders number one receiver right now. Yes, technically. Right. Um, you know, it's just like if I stand in a room full of toddlers, I'm taller than them, but that doesn't make me tall, right? Um, so it's just too early to tell. It's just too early to tell. And the Chiefs are coming to town on a short week. So this is really going to be the a big test for the Raiders. And honestly, if they keep it within like a touchdown, that's a win. You know, I'm not big for moral victories, but that would be a win if you're a Raider fan. Um, because the Chiefs are rolling, and I just don't see how the Raiders could pull this one off. Uh, but you never know. You never know. Josh Jacobs, uh, roll tide. Uh, he's going to be a baller. You can already tell he's breaking records, you know, very similar to um, Bo Jackson. So it's going to be crazy, man, and I'm really excited, um, you know, to kind of see how it unfolds, even if I still have the feelings that I have. I'm never going to root against them, okay? So, last but not least, it's time for our top five. Top five, top five, top five, top five. So today's top five, or this week's top five, is top five list of jobs 
that people really love. Okay? Top five list of jobs that people really love. And this is excluding, obviously, being an athlete or a musician or any of that. It's just when you see them at their job, you could just tell they really enjoy it, right? So number five, people that work for the DMV. Okay, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Real number five, barbacks. You have never seen happier people than barbacks because barbacks they're sitting there they're enjoying the music they are, they get to enjoy the whole vibe of these busy bars but all they have to do is clean the glasses they don't have to take orders now they don't get tipped but they don't have to take orders you know they just sit there they're just dancing you're you're looking there because you don't know they're back you're like hey 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 can i hey excuse me and they just get to ignore you right or point to the bartender and they're like doing dance moves as they're pointing right they just love their lives they love their lives they know they don't have to deal with any drama they don't have to deal with any drunk patrons right maybe they'll get you water right maybe they'll get you beer get slid a five you know but they just get to chill and enjoy the ambiance of these bars but not have to worry about the drink making the people getting annoyed with you they're getting stiffed on tips any of that so that's why whenever I see a bar back, they just look happy as hell, all right? Okay, number four, office assistants and, you know, like office managers. Every job I've worked at, the office assistant or office manager has always been so happy. They're always so happy. They greet you in the morning. You know what I mean? They get stuff taken care of for you. Um, they just do a great job, and I feel like they're always so happy to be a part of the company um, and then just and just help wherever they can whatever that may be they give out if you're at a startup they give out the swag right the hoodies and you know they tell you when lunch is there um and they're just happy they're always always happy to me and they just love what they do number three personal trainers personal trainers man personal trainers love it nowadays with social media they got they get the clout right they get to post their workouts they get to do all these different things um and they just you could just tell that they love what they do most of them you know love um you know staying obviously staying in shape and health is a big part of their life and they get to share that with others that you know ha may have a hard time staying on that path or really just want to take things to the next level but you know you've never seen a a, a trainer that's annoyed that they have to go to work, right? Or else, why would you be a trainer? So, number th coming in at number three, personal trainers. Number two, chefs. Chefs, man. You've never met a chef that doesn't like what they do. They cook, right? Now, obviously, there's maybe drama in the kitchen or whatever the case may be, but chefs love what they do. You've never met a chef that is like dang it i gotta go to work today you know because they they like to cook that's why they do it you know they they and then when you get to the really big restaurants they come out and you know um say hello how was everything and they really care so much right and i get a little part of that when i'm watching food network or cooking channel or when i make food myself you know when you cook yourself and if you like cooking you're more excited for that person or people trying your food than for you to eat it now, trust me, I enjoy eating food and I enjoy eating my own food, but you're also very excited that, you know, someone else is hopefully enjoying what you made and not lying to you, you know? So coming in at number two 
is chefs. And number one, coming in at number one, and I kind of alluded to it earlier based on, you know, uh, my recent endeavors, flight attendants. Like, flight attendants love their job. You have to love your job. You know, who else would volunteer to be, like, something that is very high on most people's uh, top fear list, being in the air, heights, planes, all that. You're volunteering to be in that situation all damn day. You have to love it. You have to love it. You know, like all the flight attendants that I've seen, sure, some of them could be a little snarky, but as far as like enjoying their job, they love being on a plane. They love giving you your ginger ale. They love saying, do you want pretzels? Asking, do you want pretzels? They love telling you to put up your tray table because we're about to land. They love it all. They love it all. And I learned that finally this past trip. And that's what led me to want to make this list because you've never met a flight attendant that, what, what it was a flight attendant that doesn't like to be in a plane? A flight attendant that doesn't like to fly? You know, they all love it. They love it. You know, they love going up and down. Do you have trash? We're about to land. Please, we have Wi-Fi. Here's the Wi-Fi password. They love it. They love it. So coming in at number one, flight attendants, man. Flight attendants. So that's my list of top five jobs that people that do it really love. Let me know if I missed anything. Um... And I can always revise this list, you know. Uh, it's great to be back, get back on the horse and get this thing rolling. You know, with fall, I haven't even didn't even get get into college football uh, during during this episode. But you know, it's still early. There haven't been. We'll, we'll get to college football once the big games roll around. Uh, we'll keep talking about talking about NFL. Um, didn't get to talk about Major League Baseball playoffs are coming. Very sad, Christian Yelich. Uh, fractured kneecap he's out for the season um so basically give the mvp trophy to cody bellinger i'm sure that's not how he wanted it to go down but you know you got to take it any way you can get it uh what else what else what else going to see a group uh two groups phony people and daisy uh this weekend so it's a, a charity event put on by friend of the show Eli Anaya and a couple others and it is an open bar so I will definitely let you know how that goes if I can remember enough of it uh, but that's all I got for you guys oh last thing um, put out a video shout out to all my hoop friends that helped me put out the video shout out to Kane photo uh, who did the video for me and you know did most of the editing um, the video is on my Instagram right now. Please, please, please like it. Tag people in it. We're trying to get it going. We're trying to get it on House of Highlights. We're trying our best, man. I think it's funny. Obviously, that's why I made it. Um, I don't have Yes Men, and all my friends think it's funny. I've been blowing up House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, all of them. Haven't gotten picked up yet, but please go on the Instagram. Like it. It's on Facebook as well. Share it on Facebook. 
tag trash basketball players that think they are good. That is the premise of the video. Um, please, please, please retweet it. It's also on Twitter. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for y'all today. Have a great weekend, everyone. Uh, as we roll into fall and all your pumpkin spice lattes, I'm sure they're around the corner. And until next time, this has been the Sal's Files. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Sal's Files, Sal's with an I. Have a great rest of your week. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.